Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. So many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the, <laughs> the this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl, a podcast purely about fights in the sky. I'm Nick Cody. I'm Luke Heggie. Here we go. Heggy, we're back on episode five. We've made it, man. Yeah, five yeah, eps. Oh, it's a big one. The uh, Yeah, it's, it's a hump that not, everyone tries to get over when they do a podcast. Not everybody can just put out five things on the internet. So <laughs> you should be proud. Um, Yeah, what have you been up to, mate? You're good? Man, just a bit of breakfast radio and awaiting some uh, shit online for a TV show that Channel 9 have dusted off after three and a half years in the vault. Not, is it 20 to 1? Accidental Heroes. A show that I did with Sophie Monk. Oh, yes. I like Sophie Monk. I was in an ad with Sophie Monk. Oh, so, yeah, you were too. A video game ad. An ad for video games. You should have seen the state of the losers who turned up uh, voluntarily with their costumes <laughs> to dress us all up. And, and kept kept interrupting, coming in and going, no, 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 his bracelet's not right. That's not how it is in scene four of this fucking fight thing. Like, get away from me, you nerds. Give me my money. <laughs> and wasn't it for... It was for Elder Scrolls. Yeah, how do you remember, how do you remember that? I wouldn't have I wouldn't have remembered that. Man, I remember the ad. I've played an Elder Scrolls game, Skyrim. Have a fantastic game. God. Yeah, not for the ad that not for the thing you did the ad for. Get fucked. Skyrim's oh. good. Oh, okay. Beg- People will back me up on that. I beg your pardon. Yeah. All right. Bethesda. They make the Fallout series one of my favorite series ever. Anyway, different you get, podcast. You're gonna get you're gonna get your um, boy into video games. As soon as he's old enough? No. No, because that's the problem at the minute, as we've spoken about so far. I'm in Melbourne, you're in Sydney. We've both got kids at home, but your kids are at the age where they can entertain themselves. Oh, you'd think that, wouldn't you? But no, not really. <laughs> they're still... Uh... How, how long can they go? Like, they're not next to you. Like, I'm doing this now while my son's having a nap. If oh, he was yeah. awake, it'd be on. The yeah, door would be yeah. open, he'd try and tackle me. Oh, there's different things for different ages, I suppose. My kids are schooling from home, and you'd think teachers just sit there all day on their computer and give them tasks, but that doesn't really work out. I don't know how, but it doesn't. So they've got their lives to live, you know, whatever. <laughs> Probably got video games to yeah. play themselves. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, absolute punish. Yeah, man, kids at home. video games are the way to go. I don't know. I've seen the adult well, uh, we're recording this, uh... results of video games. 
and I don't like it. So my yeah. kids, my kids don't do them. Fair enough. Good call. Um, also, you live in Sydney near the beach. Grow up in the western suburbs of Melbourne and try no, not to stay you. inside. <laughs> no yeah, no trees or anything out there? It's the same as Sydney West. Man, as my dad describes the western suburbs of Melbourne, flat, dull, windswept and uninteresting. Did they so do what... I was either they... playing sport on a push bike or playing video games. Yeah, great. Did they do what Sydney did for the West in these modern times and just built houses right out to the edge of the property? So you could pretty much share a gutter with your neighbour? Oh, no. <laughs> no, we were lucky enough. The place I grew up was uh, sort of quarter quarter acre block. Oh, right, okay. Three or four, three or four bedroom joint with a, with a rumpus room. Rumpus, media room, parents' retreat. No, no parents' retreat. The rumpus room was the parents' retreat slash media room. And you know what? As much as we both do like to give bogans out in the suburbs with a big bit of property ages away from anything good, we like to give them grief. But at this time, they have made the right decision. Oh, they're winning. They're out there shooting stuff. They're just business as usual out there. Doing what they want. (laughs) Go out and get a pig. No. Yeah. They don't even know about COVID-19. <laughs> it's all us inner city fucking stupid cunts in tiny places that we're renting, thinking it's better to be close to the action. Well, that's good if there's action. But if oh, there's yeah. no action, you're just in a tiny place yeah. near nothing. Yeah. So it'd be much better off to have the six-bedroom <laughs> oh, out yeah. in the sticks. You've got oh, the I'd same activities available place. to you. Brilliant. Here, now. <laughs> Once this is over, yeah. not really. We've got to talk about some sky fights. Last week, we covered one of my favourite stories, uh, airplane-related or not, just in life. Yeah. Jerry, uh, Jared Jerry Finneran taking a shit on a drinks cart. Jerry. If you haven't heard it, spoiler alert, late spoiler alert, Jared shit on a drinks trolley in the first-class uh, section of a flight from Buenos Aires to New York. And at the end of the episode, Higgy, we're talking about trying to find him. Yeah. We're trying to find him. You went on uh, what's um, what's Facebook for people in business? <laughs> LinkedIn. LinkedIn. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> you went on LinkedIn, but we thought Jerry'd be seventy-eight. We figured yeah, out it was yeah, about around. seventy-seven, seventy-eight. Yeah, billionaires work late. They work late. So I was like, "Where's Jared? What's Jared Finner and been up to?" And I did some searching on the internet, and uh, I'm sorry to break this to you, mate. Jared Jerry Finneran died December 29, 2005. Fuck. He's gone. Oh, no. That's just what the world needs right now, to lose another larrikin. <laughs> We've lost him. We should have made fun of the dead, but uh, Jerry Jerry was in the Air Force at one stage. Was he? And uh, if you heard our story from last week, he he's definitely has used some force in the air. Oh, He's uh he's had enough of planes clearly. Anyway, go back give it a listen if you want. But um, Jesus, that that is sad news to start this off. Good one. Could have told me that at the end. Very, very sad news. Um, but of course he did what everybody in the air force does. They air force and then pivot into running Citibank subsidiaries yeah. in the Channel Islands. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love a pivot? It's I... a... I guess when you're in the Air Force, you're just flying over these tiny places going, fuck, they probably don't even have tax there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and much like much like the court case itself, uh, Jared Finneran, his death notice does not mention 
feces on a plane. So he's that gotten away be, with it. If I bet in his eulogy, someone would have done a little raised eyebrow tribute to that, <laughs> even just for one or two people in the front row. Go, yeah, yeah, he did get up to a fair bit. <laughs> well, it did. It's mentioned everything about his life, but it's actually one of the longer death notices I've I've ever seen. To be fair, though, I am again being from the western suburbs of Melbourne originally. The death notices I'm used to are paid for by the line, sometimes yeah. by the character in a news court paper. So oh, I'm yeah. used to a Herald Sun. You're not even getting the full name out. Yeah, <laughs> Nick is brown bread. The end. <laughs> oh, right. Jerry. Oh, anyway. by the way, I didn't tell you what he did die of. Uh, oh, complications you... of of Alzheimer's. And I can joke about this because uh, I know oh. someone who has died of it. Therefore, I'm a victim. I mean, say what you want. Yeah. I mean, say what you want anyway. Everyone's forgotten about political correctness in this new illness era. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. No one's complaining about my material. I put up on mine. <laughs> Complaints have died right off. Yeah. It's amazing. I don't um, care if you don't use the right pronoun. Just don't cough on me at the shops, you cunt. <laughs> Man, Alzheimer's is a, uh, it is an affliction that a lot of old, particularly rich men suffer from when they're getting asked questions, <laughs> what I can see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, especially ones that have done shits on planes. Yeah. He just forgot. Claimed a lot of, <laughs> claimed a lot of characters uh, off Earth. <laughs> but... um. This week we'll move on. We're uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna crash hey, into news. All right, let's get into the new bloke. And oh, that's uh, sorry. Talk, talking about assuming right. gender, I assume already it it is a bloke, and I'm correct because I've looked up the story as well. Another bloke oh, up yeah. to no good in the sky. I you know I don't want to I don't want to tell women not to follow their dreams, but not a lot of women are achieving the sort of things that men are on this podcast at altitude. Right, do it. Do what you want, but it's not going to fuck. You're not going to catch up. No way. Um, <laughs> this is uh, this is flight AI eight five two from Pune to Delhi, and uh, March Pune. sixteen twenty seventeen. Yeah, Pune. Um, March sixteen twenty seventeen, and we're talking seat one yep. A, straight off the bat. Oh, yeah. Wow, nice so work. Now, Mister, uh, and this has this is really. Um, Sort of divided India. It's, it, it, it was a big, big story. But it was an Air India flight, which is actually a, um, it's a, it's a national airline. So you know it involves government, government employees, and uh, Ravindra Gaikwad, who was you yeah, gone? What? Would you Would you like to hear the start of the news story? Oh, damn straight. Hit us. Here we go. In an appalling display of India's VIP culture, Ravindra Gaikwad, a first-time Shiv Sena MP from Maharashtra, bragging after he beat an Air India staffer this morning. The incident took place when the lawmaker refused to get off his Pune flight after it landed in Delhi, reportedly upset that he regularly had to fly economy despite having an open business class ticket. All right, so he's assaulted, he's assaulted a flight oh. attendant. After As being forced ever. to sit in economy, even though he's got an open business class ticket. And I can't believe it's taken five episodes for me to an, agree with an attacker. Well, I'm on board. You haven't been through the fine print, clearly, because... Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. Well, what a... <laughs> His complaint was very silly. He's forgotten well, one. He has forgotten one specification of the aircraft that he's complaining about. 
Yes, that uh, it's only economy. The whole aircraft was economy. And they put him in seat 1A to placate him. And his office knew well, that it was only economy. I don't there care what no number class. seat it is. If you, Yeah, there was no business class on the flight, so they've put him in 1A and thought, surely he won't even re- recognise the difference. Surely it's just the number and letter on the ticket that he's looking at. It's got nothing to do with the actual facilities. Oh, no, he knew. But having said that, he's on official government business, and you've got to travel in maximum luxury when you're doing that. And you know, When you're flying over slums, you don't want to do it from economy. Yuck. But um, <laughs> Might as well be in one. But he didn't, he didn't even buy the ticket. Mr. and Mrs. T. Payer bought his ticket. So, you know, MPs are entitled to business class tickets. I'm not a commie. But if t- my ticket's been paid for by the public purse, I'd sit whatever I was fucking told. I'm not going to demand 1A or business. It's fucking mad. But anyway, good on him. It's a letter of the law and something you'd probably flout, but uh, good for him. Um, but that hasn't placated old Ravi. He's uh, he's not. He said, "Yeah, I'm sitting here for an hour. I'm not budging. Fuck off!" And made the plane late for its next flight. And um, yeah, that oh, the cleaners are just standing there waiting for him to shift so they can get the plane ready for the next flight. And he wasn't having that. And that's when Shiv Kumar was called in, the fixer, the wolf, the uh, head of the cabin crew. 60-year-old Shiv, and he told Gakwad to lower his blood pressure. <laughs> you don't tell an Indian MP to lower his fucking blood pressure. That's a big mistake. Well, he, um, he will lower it, just not in a way that you were hoping for. Yeah. I mean, I have to say I concur. Anyone telling me to calm down or settle down or relax, etc., will 100% of times discover that has the opposite effect. No one's, no one's really having that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, nobody's ever told me to calm down and I've opened up Headspace on my phone. The oh, next no. step is generally, fuck up, mate. <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. It's I got so escort. angry. Hey, Heggy, you like this. I got so angry at the Australia Post. Australia Post have had a uh, thing that I've ordered online. They've had it. It was meant to be delivered five days ago. It's oh, been yeah. sent out on a truck, done a lap of my neighbourhood, gone back to the depot. Same thing, five days in a row. I got so angry on the phone yesterday that the robot hang up on me. Really? What yeah, does it I take didn't to get the, a robot to hang up on you. The met and they said we'll no longer speak to you on the phone, and they hung up like a robot. Do they do? Is it decibels? How are they measuring that? Decibels or language? <laughs> I don't know. It's a bit of both. Yeah. Something shifty's going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's why stamps have gone up so much. They're putting all the money into this technology. Yeah, I finally got to uh, speak to someone, and they were fantastic. But the robot had the attitude. What did What did you? May I ask what you ordered? Yeah, it was an SD card for this bit of equipment, actually, that we're using to record this podcast. I'm oh, trying okay. to improve the listening experience for you know our listeners and make oh, it a yeah. smoother situation for us. You live and this company had, away. had the audacity to drive the bit of equipment past my house five times without ever dropping it off. Doesn't. An SD card, that'd fit in an envelope, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't an envelope. Why don't they just put it in the letterbox? Well, the thing was, I I ordered it from a JB Hi-Fi, trying to do the right thing, right? Trying to stay indoors as much as possible. But the amount of time it took to fucking get here, I could have gone to the shops, caught coronavirus, gotten over it by the time this thing actually arrives. (laughs) 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 And now I'd be immune to it. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> well, back, Ravi and... Uh... And Shiv having a bit of a tete-a-tete. And um, Ravi said to Shiv, I'm an MP, don't raise your voice. Shiv has said, what MP? I'll call the Prime Minister, which is Narendra Modi. Um, Hold on. Most cabin- no, no, no. The, the MP's name is Ravi. Yeah, I know. Shiv is the, Shiv is the cabinet the- supervisor. The- oh, Shiv Sen- oh, sorry. I thought Shiv Senna Sh- was the party as well. Oh, Shiv Senna's the party, yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Shiv Senna's a right-leaning political party founded by a fucking cartoonist. Um, <laughs> so they're doing good work. Uh, wasn't Shiv? What's, oh, yeah, Shiv Kumar. Shiv Kumar is also oh, wow. the name of the cabin crew supervisor. A couple of Shivs. And uh, he said, I'm going to call the prime minister because most cabin crew supervisors have the PM on uh, speed dial. <laughs> and then Ravi said, he's recounting this story to a journalist. Yeah. He said, so I hit him. I'm not here to take abuse. So I'm here to give it. <laughs> and what this is my favourite thing. He didn't hit him. He didn't hit him the sort of way uh, like a man with a neck tattoo on a Jetstar flight is going to hit someone. Oh, what no. did he hit him with? Well, <laughs> he's challenged by this journalist. He said, this is Ravi's quote, what did he say, that I hit him with my hand? I hit him 25 times with a slipper. So <laughs> not a lot of remorse there. One of the, one of the videos I saw, he's he's pulling the slipper back on, so it's clearly just after the assault. <laughs> he's sort of got the shoehorn and he's putting his slipper back on. Um, the Indian Shiv double Kumar, pugger. Yep. It's, Shiv, it's Kung Fu shoes. Shiv Kumar, the sixty-year-old cabin crew leader, said, "Look, he misbehaved with me. He even broke my glasses. I never expected this could happen. God save our country if this is the culture and behaviour of our MPs." So. Because Air India is a national airline, its employees are public servants. So technically, Ravi has thrashed a fellow employee, which, um, yeah. you know, anywhere else would be a problem, but it's <laughs> India, no one seems to give a shit. That is the number that's standing out in my mind as well, is the number oh, 25. Yeah, that's a, that's a commitment. I, I only get to count to six when I'm flogging my kids <laughs> if they forget to call me sir or something. 25 is massive. That's a calculating, psychopathic. No, but it's more so. It's more so the the flight attendant's done very well to control himself there. Oh yeah, he just took it. Getting hit, like, I don't know, twenty five times. Yeah, where I grew so, up, as soon as the guy, as soon as the guy bent over to take his shoe off, he'd have his t shirt pulled over his head, and a few knees to the rib cage. <laughs> <laughs> You're not letting him take his shoe off. It's a fucking oh, no. rookie mistake. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, shoes shoes have different. You know, meanings in different cultures. So remember that dude chucking his shoes at George W. <laughs> Fucking superb. I watch that sometimes. If I need a bit of a pickup. Say what you but will about the war crimes, but uh, fucking very quick at dodging yeah. shoes that have been thrown at him. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, Ravi though, like politicians from other parties have condemned his actions, but his own party wouldn't. They're a bit um, they're renegades. The uh, Shiv Center party. So he's got. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Ravi's got a bit of form. 
in this era, in this sort of area. He's he's um, pre monsoon seems to be the season for unrest in Gakwad's life. Oh, is it, hold on, is, is it is it silly season? Is it like they oh, get in far north Queensland and Darwin? Yeah, it's like Mad Monday <laughs> over there for uh, Gakwad. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, only like only one month after his air rage incident, he's found himself in hot water again. He's um. Ravi sent an underling out to get him some cold hard from an ATM nearby. Yeah. And a simple enough yeah. request, I'd think. So, yeah, here's, here's my PIN number. Go, go get me some cash. His yeah. assistant came back and said, look, no cash in the ATMs, Ravi. Here, no cash. Cash not here. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> cash not here. Ravi's fucking had one. He's not having that. He's, um, he's just cruised down to the bank and staged an agitation and started chanting slogans which is management speak for pulling his shoehorn out, telling somebody outranks to present their face for retribution. <laughs> Why didn't he just go to another ATM? Oh, no, the guy had been to a bunch of them. There was a problem. And oh, uh, that's you know, that's why he staged an agitation. Man, again, you've, you're getting me back on Ravi's side. Yeah, okay. Well, this, <laughs> this, might, this might sway you. If, uh... I'll tell you, if I went to three ANZs and couldn't get cash out, I'm going into the nearest branch yelling, who the fuck do I have to speak to? Yeah, right. Fair enough. Would you get like your whole gr- your whole party together and start start a street protest? I don't know. Wife and son. <laughs> That's my party. As if they're going to do what you say in that. Um, so, Ravi, I mean, his form goes back away. He's, um, if you want to cast your mind back to 2014, the uh, I don't know if you twenty fourteen can yeah you can go back that far I, in your head I can hold on one sec oh twenty fourteen beautiful <laughs> Here time <he> that is. <laughs> <laughs> well twenty twenty fourteen as you recall is um that's the uh that's the that's the very year that uh, Malaysian Airlines flight three seventy uh, went off course and as we all know they're all on um, Diego Garcia having a party and a wonderful time. <laughs> As we speak, <laughs> that's some that's good theories that about that, isn't there? Oh, superb! I love I a good conspiracy a theory. Have you heard the yeah. ones at the minute with the coronavirus? It's caused by five G. Oh, yeah, vaguely. I, I chose to tune out. What's what are the details of this? Uh, it's the five G tower. Apparently, a, a virus isn't even really a thing. Um, but five G, it's your body fighting back against five G, uh, oh, which cool. is why. Uh, as Dr. Carl said the other day, why they have such a large number of deaths, coronavirus deaths in Iran, where there is no 5G. It must be the 5G, you fucking idiots. Um, yeah, great. <laughs> there's a Facebook group called Stop 5G, Victoria. Just get in there for a laugh yeah. if you want to see some things misspelled. And A bloke has written, I read, I read a few days ago, not a few days, I yeah. read a few days ago that a girl went to Laylaw shops and felt sick afterwards. Dot, dot, dot. I wanted to reply, but I was not accepted into the group yet. This pic I will post of the 5G tower was erected sometime last week. Now, erected, he spelt E-R-R-E-C-R-E-D. Um, yeah. So he's claiming that the girl at the shops was sick because of the 5G tower. Um, nobody yeah. else at the shops was sick, just that one girl. So 5G. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, it doesn't discern. Diseases never discern between the good and the bad, do they? They take the innocent all the time. Um, so, uh, 2014 also was the it was the year that uh, Narendra Modi was elected Indian Prime Minister. One of his his innovations 
was to build a website available yep. to the public tra- tracking the comings and goings of over 50,000 public servants, such as Ravi. So you can see where he is all the time if you want. I don't see Ravi getting behind this. They like a long lunch, <laughs> MPs, what I've seen. You can see him on the tarmac just go, he's still sitting on that plane. What's he doing? Anyway, in 2014, this is what Ravigor was up to. Him, he was with one of 11 of his Hindu nationalist MPs, angry at the quality of food they were being served while on official business. And uh, the company line was, here, railways people make the food. They even gave stale water. We wanted to sort these issues out amicably and did not come with the intention of committing violence. But uh, this attitude of peace at all costs became untenable fairly fucking quickly. He, um... <laughs> The lads, stale they water. just wanted some good... Stale water, yeah. I mean, But do you, you reckon by stale water, water, they mean still water? Old Ravi's never had oh, anything mate. without bubbles in it. Your mate. Sam Pellegrino's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> I'd, I'd say just tepid. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, the lads, they just wanted some Maharashtrian food, but these railways people are bloody hopeless. So Maharashtrian food, you might know, is... is well, it's just curry and rice and stuff, isn't it? It's the same as Beautiful. the Indian food that I would know. But but also, peanuts and cashews are often served with fruit. So they Ooh. didn't get that. And that's the exact opposite of what would incite unrest amongst Australians. The soft allergy fucking types here would, <laughs> you know, get upset about nuts being in their fruit. But um, mm-hmm. probably stopping short of violent bullying to sort it out. Go and write an article about it and claim victimhood that way. <laughs> but um, while, while we're down here too... How, Aren't Asian desserts just world class? Like, you know, the food is incredible. But uh, yeah. when you when you talk of India or or Eastern Asia, you just don't. I mean, you can't go past cubes of jelly or a tube of condensed milk <laughs> emptied into a bowl and served at room temperature. Like the world class desserts, and that is where the problems arose. This is this is where the problems did arise. The 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 food wasn't up to scratch, and someone had to be held accountable for that. So. They've thought, uh, Ravi and his 11 mates thought, oh, well, the catering manager on shift that day, Arshad, yeah. uh, he'll do. So Arshad oh, no. yeah. was, a, was a Muslim, and I yeah. say was a Muslim because it, it was the eve of Ramzan. So Ravi and his pals held him down and force-fed him a chapati, breaking <laughs> oh, his fast. Oh, my God. <laughs> effectively turning an innocent little assault into a religious hate crime. So... <laughs> And because they broke his fast, <laughs> I think that technically makes him not a Muslim anymore, doesn't it? Is that what's happened? Oh, no. They should have just flushed his fucking head and been done with it. I don't know. Yeah. Arshad, you'd want to have a beer after that. That's a hectic day oh. at work. <laughs> but when he, when he was, one of Ravi's cronies was challenged on this and he said, there was no Todd Fod happening at all here. And Todd Fod is shattering, if uh, you want to know the direct <laughs> translation. But we have been provoked in a, in a sustained matter. They're talking about the quality of food. Nobody was manhandled, but if you keep abusing, will someone not slap? So admitting slapping, but no, nothing about shattering, and that's straight down from corporate. Apparently, force-feeding a Muslim on, is not considered Todd Fod. I don't know. All, all gods love violence in a way, but the Hindu in the Hindu realm, there are many gods, and the one that Ravi listens to the most is Shiva, the destroyer. Shiva. That's his, that's his god. So Ravi has done real well here, and... You know what the fallout from this incident, of the airline incident was? I assume he's in a fair bit of trouble. Fuck all. It's India. Oh, fuck all. No, nah, fucking nothing. Absolutely nothing. His, like his, his, his office was informed uh, of the whole plane being economy 
in advance. So I think that someone at his office would be getting a serious slippering when he discovered that. <laughs> but um, Rav, Ravi said, and this should really have closed the matter, he said this on camera, that he was the victim of poor service and the cabin crew manager should be apologising to him. That is Jesus. proper. Now, did I did I read correctly? Um, Ravi did cop a flying ban. It it did last a few weeks, so yeah. he has suffered. Well, he had to get driven a couple of places in that few week period, but he tried to book himself two more flights that day, and they wouldn't have him. Um, and then that that seemed to be it. So I think he suffered enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's how. I mean, Ravi, you can learn a lot from Ravi. That's how you handle something. Never compromise. Never apologise. Never say anything has ever been your fault ever. Ravi, for mine, he's the voice of a generation, just not his. Ahead oh. of his time. I also love at the very end of his apology here. Uh, it's been noted in one of the papers over there. It says, yeah, he should come and apologise. Then we will see. A 60-year-old man should know how to behave. So they've got old hosties. Obviously, Air India is like the Qantas of India. Yes. I don't know oh, what yeah. the Virgin Australia of India is, but it would be some young fit dude who just would have knocked this bloke out. Yeah. Or probably not taken 25 slippers to the face before doing something. No, you're not getting 25 slippers to the head with a virgin employer. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be some chick who does CrossFit. Just choke him out. <laughs> anyway, so um, so Ravi, good job, mate. Um, you know, keep, keep keeping it real. Keep living the dream. Keep following you. You know, whatever you want to do, just do it. There are no consequences. That's what everyone needs to know. <laughs> I love his work. I've got a feeling this guy will come up again. Oh, we'll see him again. We haven't seen the last of Ravi. He's uh, he's still young. No. He can he can come back with more. You know what I will do, just so we don't have another Jerry situation. He, he is still alive. Oh, okay. Jerry is still alive. Thank God. I don't yes. have to start next week's episode with a <laughs> with an RIP. <laughs> yeah, gone too soon, Ravi. Um, so that's for me. That's it for Air India. Poon to Delhi AI eight five two. Anything to add? Fantastic. No, he's just, he's a great bloke. And it's good to know. That is, he's, he's blamed customer service, but I actually think you're not going to come across any better customer service than somebody you can physically beat with your footwear who doesn't retaliate. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. I, I, I to call that bad service that. is, yeah. <laughs> next time, next time I'm looking up Pune to Delhi flights, I know who I'm going with. Air India. Yes. And I'll just right. check what hey, aircraft go, it is so I don't have the same situation as Ravi did. Yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I, you know, on behalf of me, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to Midflight Brawl, if you are. But um, before we go, I've just got to tell you, my um, my grandmother's actually Indian. So, um, yeah. there you go. I don't really? I knew that. No, she's not. No, I, I didn't. Just wanted you to ask, I just wanted you to ask me what her name is. <laughs> What is her name? Garlic Nan. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go do some homework. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.